All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Blitzology Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Siles, and alongside me, I have Nick Lewis. Nick, it's a great day. Yes. It's, yes, it is. It is, <laughs> it is rivalry week, and I'm so excited. It is rivalry week here in Bluegrass Blitzball, and we're not going to get too into that to start off because we have to recap what happened in week three. And week three was a very interesting week, and kind of, it was... I feel like it left us with more questions than answers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So this week was full of just, it didn't, we didn't really get anywhere. I mean, we're each, we're confused about every single team. So Nick, can you go ahead and break down the first game? Yeah, okay, so first game um, was Raptors Wildcats, that's right. And this one, I mean, it was just kind of pretty steady. The Wildcats took a 2-0 lead, and that's just kind of how it stayed. The pitchers came in, and they just kind of stayed on. There wasn't too much of, like, power hitting or anything. It was just it was a couple walks here and there, got the Wildcats a 2-0 lead, and then that's pretty much all she wrote. It just kind of stayed like that for the rest of the game. So not too much to take away from it, but um, still very curious to see how these two teams respond coming this week. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Wildcats, they they pitched okay. They pitched pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't say great. They walked a lot of... They walked still a little bit more people than what they would like. But overall, I feel the Wildcats, they played... They, per, they played... Uh, they played good. They played good enough to win. But the Raptors showed us that they can really... That they can really fight and compete with the big dogs. Yeah, I, we say that almost every week. Yeah, the, the Raptors have just been able to... You know, compete in every game, but it just seems like they haven't gone over that hump yet of putting it all together and winning these games down the stretch. But then again, when you also look at it, they've also played the top three teams in the league right now. Yeah. So they have they are now entering, I guess, more winnable games as the season goes on. So we'll yeah. see how they come into it. Um, yeah. But I got I'm looking up on the Raptors right now. Oh, I, know. I, I think the Raptors they you know they have a lot like a lot of more winnable games going into the future. I mean. Like what Nick said, they play the top three best teams in the league so early, and honestly, that could help them out going down the stretch for the year. Because this year they have a winnable. This week they have a winnable game playing the Chupacabras, and so that's a rivalry game. And I don't know, but maybe they can maybe they can uh, see some opportunities. But but they but the Wildcats didn't really. They've proven that their weak link right now is hitting. They didn't really hit as particularly well as they would like to. And the Raptors, their pitching is their strong suit, I would say. So that's kind of what made this game such a close game. Yeah, definitely. We'll get more to their more insight on those teams in a little bit. Uh, we'll go to the second game of the week, which was the Clams and Chupas. Oh, it was just a long. It was probably the longest game of the year, and both teams showed they have a couple of good pitches, but could not get them consistently, and it was just. A walk yeah. fest, to be honest with you. Yeah, if you all watched the video, you could easily tell that this game was walk after walk. And it was one of those annoying walks where, like, they would get a couple strikes within the at-bat, but then just blow it by walking, by, like, throwing four consecutive balls. And yeah. It was really annoying. Yeah, but. it was the final score of this game um, added up to 18 runs. The score was 7-11. to 11, The Clams won. All 18 of those runs came off of walks <laughs> they were just both teams were just off and it didn't change to like the last inning where Jackson finally stepped up and threw two or was he struck out two or three batters and won the game for him 
But oh my gosh, it was just a long, long game. <laughs> yeah, and with that being so many walks, that doesn't really help us at all. No, it and just it did nothing. It just shows they're still inconsistent at pitching. Exactly. Like, here's a like. I mean, you could say that the Clams are really good at getting on base because as a team combined, they have been walked 38 times this year. With, for, yeah. with between three games, they've been walked 38 times. Jackson's been walked 20. And Eddie's been walked 18. That is insane. Yeah, the Clams, I guess the only like good thing to take away from this game would be with the Clams. And yet again, they show they can win late with patience. They're a very patient team. That's how they beat the Raptors, and that's how they won this game. So, you know, when nothing's going right for either team, uh, they just seem to kind of come out on top, which is a good thing for the Clams, but they've got to figure out how to win even when the other team is not playing well so they can kind of roll. So... I think if the Clams played up to their potential in this one, it could have been a blowout um, because the Troopas were just off. And I think it could have been the same way the other way around. Troopas are really good offensively, um, but pitching still a struggle-wise for them. Yeah, a fun fact with the Troopas, they actually lead the league in hits. They're tied for first as a team in hits for the year. They have seven hits, seven hits as a team, and they are tied with the Lightning. And the Lightning also have seven hits. Now, granted, the Chupacabras, it's more one-sided because Bergen has six of those seven, and the Lightning have, you know, they're split four and three. But overall, I mean, Chupas, they're still, they can hit the ball. There's no, there's no underestimating. Very high-powered offense, just nothing to compliment it on the defensive side. Yeah, like, if they can just find some pitches, find some, get some pitches they can get that they can feel comfortable with throwing and get accurate, then... Honestly, they probably should be. A, they would probably be a favorite going into postseason time. Definitely. So last team, last game of the week was the Lightning and the Goats. Um, really, the Lightning were just on on the plate today on that game. Uh, they came out. They hit several balls to the outfield in the first inning, and then Nick got a hold of one, and it sent a two-run shot in. So it just made it seven to zero after two innings. It, it almost mercy ruled them. But um, Goats held in there just enough not to get mercied, but would still end up losing the game 7-0. Um, but as far as what we can take away from this game, the Goats seem to be in kind of a hitting slump, I think. I think it's Probably, yeah. I mean, the Goats can't really... They couldn't hit the side of the barn if it, if it yeah, hit them in the I, face. Like, I mean, they hit great against the Wildcats first game, and then ever since that big upset by them, they've just... Not looked like they, they also they, they hit pretty well week two too because that was a pretty that was a five to six ball game when yeah. they played the Chupas, but I mean they definitely just they just didn't have it against you. They, it's just they came out you know first week uh, a lot of energy and they got a huge upset. Second week they just take a heartbreak loss and third week gets destroyed. So they need to get back on track for sure. And as far as the Lightning go, um, I think they've just steadily improved they've got you know their three wins are over the bottom three teams in the league but you know each game has just been a little bit more competition than the last one and we'll see how they come against the wildcats next week but we'll get more of that game yeah um i'm gonna break down the goats lightning matchup a little bit more i mean light or not really much to say about lightning but right now they're playing the best best blitz ball they've played and probably ever so Sorry, Nick's mom is interrupting us right now. Yeah, sure. You ruined it.
Alright, we are back. Apologies for yet again another episode with another interruption. <laughs> but where I was getting at was Lightning are we're just clearly playing their best. They've, they're clearly playing their best blitzball I've ever seen. And I mean the pitches are on, they're hitting, they have they complement each other very well. And just and then the goats on the other hand, they are playing probably the worst I've ever played. And they're spiraling in the wrong direction. I mean, after upsetting the Wildcats and then taking a heartbreak loss that they really got, that the players were just really frustrated over. Yeah, it's just, but, uh, Goats just need to get back on track and the Lightning, I guess, need to just keep staying what they're doing. That's pretty much what we got from the game breakdown. Um, but let's jump over to the ranks, uh, switch gears, jump to the rankings of this week. Um, starting from the top, the Lightning, you know, they won again. They're 3-0, undefeated, so they're obviously number one. Um, they continue, Like we said, they continue to steadily win, um, but their toughest challenges are definitely still to come. And then for the Wildcats, they are number two this week. Uh, they're back to winning, um, but I don't think they're quite back to normal. What would you say, Sean? No, no, the Wildcats, they... Pitching is still probably their strong suit, even though it hasn't been up to par as what they both of the players would like. Hitting is still is still an issue. I mean, the the between for the Wildcats uh, as a team, they have 14 strikeouts this year. That I'm pretty sure if I'm doing my math right right now, that leads the league. That leads the entire league. Yes. Well, the Raptors have the most, but they have an additional player. But the Wildcats, they just, they've been striking out way too much. They gotta put the ball in play and just make something. The pitches that are being thrown at them. But if they can just get back to their hitting ways, I think they, I think they'll be okay. But yeah. it, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Trust us. Only time will tell. So number three this week was the Clams. Um, they, I think Jackson stepped up a little bit in this one. He stayed the pitcher for the pretty much almost the entire game. And had some really nasty movement on the ball, but just couldn't get it consistent. And I think that's going to be what's going to propel them a little bit more. They have a pretty, they know how to get on base. They need to hit the ball a little bit better, but really just consistently pitching those nasty, you know, sliders and stuff that he has um, could make this team go from number three to possibly a championship contender. Yeah, just like the Lightning, the Clams are playing their best I've seen ever. Like yeah, this is they're playing really good. Yeah, like honestly, honestly they they weren't really pitching well last week, but it's okay. They got they got saved because the Chiefs weren't pitching that great either, and Jackson just pitched just well enough to pull out the to squeak out the victory. And then, I mean, they're two and one right now. They had big games ahead. Yeah, of yeah they now. got. I mean, this week. Thinking about the situation right now, they have the Goats, who are possibly, arguably one of the worst teams at the moment. They're on the fall. Yeah, they're on the biggest fall we've seen. Um, they, you know, that, they could easily get the three of one, and that is probably their best record through four games in a while. So, I mean, Jackson's been Mr. Consistent with the Clams. They've been easily just winning and losing, mm-hmm. but now they've kind of. Some might say they've jumped the, got over the hump and are on winning ways right now. They are winning. Um, Jackson, of course, has been voted Mr. Consistent in years past. Um, but as they have gotten better and as his pitches have gotten better, it seems the consistency has kind of fallen off there. So I think he just needs to recapture that, and then they will be definitely a threat come postseason. But number four this week, we have the Chupas. They dropped one spot um, to the Clams, obviously. 
and really it's just because they don't have a pitcher once again after their big win against the goats um it seemed like they were finally putting things together and then it just all falls apart again could not pitch they had one hit in this game i think it was just you know still a strong offense obviously because they got on base a lot but they just don't have a consistent pitcher and if you don't have a consistent pitcher in bliss ball you're gonna lose nine times out of ten and that's just that's just what it is but yes i mean especially in our league and probably blitzball as a whole it is so pitching heavy because that's that's what it's known for what the ball is you know does whenever you throw mm-hmm. throw it and uh, that was worded very poorly i'm sorry yeah exactly that's what it does but it's i mean so <laughs> but yes i mean they can but yeah I mean, pitching is so important, but at the same time, they're hitting the hitting the ball, hitting it. So they can just get their pitching to improve just the slightest bit. I feel like they will also be okay. Yeah, just one of those teams, among others, that are just like one piece away from completing the puzzle, it seems. Exactly. Um, and for the Goats, though, they dropped to number five. They dropped two spots. Um, and it's I question their hitting after last week, even though they did play – they hit pretty good in the first two games, but kind of falling off here. And then just some big questions as they're now on a two-game slide and really just didn't look great last week. Um, and, you know, definitely questions surrounding their captain. Cade is just wishy-washy whether he's going to play in the upcoming weeks or not. It's just a lot of questions around the GOATS organization, a lot of answers that people want and that we just don't have. Yeah, the GOATS organization behind the scenes is not going as smoothly as we would hoped going into this year, especially after week one. Mm-hmm. But as of late, just some some controversy has gone down and just yeah. it, it is not looking good for the organization. Yeah. They might be looking for a new captain. We don't know. Yeah, it's just all up in the air. And I think hopefully for the GOATS, this is one of those things where it's like, you start hot, you kind of fall off in the middle, things just look terrible, you know, nothing's going right. And then they piece it all back together in the end and they come out, you know, yeah, possible exactly. chance. That's, Who knows? That's happened so often, but right now the goats aren't looking so hot, but hopefully hopefully everything gets balanced out by the end of the year and they get back to their winning ways like how they were last year and the start of this year. Definitely. So let's go to the Raptors now. Um, they are, Sorry. once again, number six. You know, nothing changed for them. Um, they continue to shine on the mound. You know, they held the Wildcats to two runs. Um, but I think we finally figured out from the Raptors what's going to be that piece that propels them to finally winning these games is they need a big hitter. Right now, when any one of those Raptors players comes up to the plate, no one's really thinking, getting your home run, this could change the ball game. They're thinking, really nothing. Like, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> They're not thinking anything. Yeah, like, it's gonna, it might be a hit up the middle. It might be a little dribbler, you know. But or a walk, you know, or it's gonna be a strikeout. Like, no one's thinking any one of those players with a swing of the bat can change the game because they haven't yet. So I think the Raptors really need a big hitter to come up for them, and like that's that's the piece of the puzzle that they've been missing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as of it's just like the Wildcats, the Raptors they they're strong to just pitching. I mean, they held the Lightning to three runs, or well, a walk off actually. They've held the they held the. Wait, did I say Lightning? I said Lightning, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. good. And then they held the Wildcats to two runs this past week. And then they held the Clams, I think, what was it, week one? Four or five? Yeah, four. It was four, four. yeah. Yeah, because they lost three to four. So they're holding these good teams to arguably lower scores, which is 
which is perfect. I mean, that's what you want. But they just gotta hit it. They just, yeah, they just have to respond and hit a little bit more. I mean, they haven't. Mm-hmm. None, it's kind of no, like the opposite from the Chupas. If the Chupas and Raptors combined teams, they yeah. would be insane. <laughs> exactly. They would but be they the aren't. perfect. <laughs> but they can't. And you know what's funny? Huh. They play each other this exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us. Uh, actually, that's a little bit farther ahead, but. We'll get to that in a little bit because they've got a lot of fun games this week. I'm so excited. And it's a Wednesday game. We usually play on Thursdays. So we will see. So now we will jump, switch gears again, and we're going to talk about, um, kind of get geared up for Rivalry Week. We're going to talk about the greatest rivalries in Blitzball and beyond. So something to talk about here. Um, Let's get into it. Yeah. So I think... When we think of a rivalry, you think of teams that have history. You think of teams that usually have a good rivalry. Teams that both are good and win they've been, uh, consistently. They've been winning consistently, and yeah. they kind of just hate playing each other. Exactly. That's that's pretty much a rivalry. And, you know, in our own state, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, you have Louisville versus Kentucky. It's a huge rivalry in college basketball and is becoming a pretty big rivalry in college football as well. Um, and I think parallel to that, you have our own rivalry, yeah. the Wildcats Lightning. The Wildcats, obviously like the Kentucky Wildcats, they win a little bit more than Lightning do, but the Lightning always seem to put up a threat, just kind of like the Louisville Cardinals do, and these two teams hate playing each other. Trust exactly. me, we know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game that probably you all are most excited for, but it's the one where the Wildcats and Lightning are just like, I don't, I hate this week. This is going to be the worst week. It's and just, you know, that's what comes, emotion comes with rivalries. Yeah. And it's just, once ever you get to that game, though, it's just, you know, everything out the window. Records exactly. Out the window, stats out the window. It's you know, just, we got a game to play. It's just bragging rights. That's exactly. all it comes down to. And, I mean, we just hate it. We, like, there's no other yeah. way. We hate playing this game, but at the same time, it's fun. Whoever gets the laugh, last laugh. Exactly. But, yeah, so. but if you don't, then you. Yeah, sad. Very depressed. <laughs> so some other rivalries kind of like ours. Um, we looked into some other leagues, and for Como, we decided that probably their best rivalry was the Redbirds and the Crushers. Um, these are the two teams, only two teams that have won championships in Como, and it's usually off one another. Uh, I know the Bomb Squad has made it to the turn, uh, championship last year, last year. Um, but other than that, it's really been the Redbirds and Crushers fighting for that championship every year. Crushers have won. Three out of the four Redbirds have won one. Yeah. Very Damn, similar to Damn, Lightning Wildcats this year. Yeah, and it's a brother rival. I mean, they just they have a lot of passion. You can tell whenever they play each other that they want, you know, they have that sibling rival and they want to win. You know, and we have some of those in our league as well. Uh, Lightning versus Raptors. That's a sibling rivalry. And then you also have the new one, the Gilberts, Clams, Chupas, which played last week. So um, obviously those two teams are go at it every time, and they. It's just a battle every time they come out on the field. And another one from Bombers, Mike versus Nick. They love to hype that game up they, so much. They and that game up too. It, it's, it's a good reward, too. I yeah. mean, that, that game is always really good yeah, because they're insane. Yeah, their pitches are crazy. I would also say that it's probably Mike and Marco is another big rivalry. Mike I know. Marco. Yeah, because here in, um, in their championship series, They've met each other. I, I don't know what it is. Like past four, three times. Yeah. You all, if y'all listen to this, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. But I mean, in each series, it's just a battle. It's a battle. I mean, Marco finally got over the Mike hump this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think Mike and Nick are 
arguably the best two players in Blitzball as far as pitching goes and even hitting. I mean, they can hit the ball and pitch the ball off each other, which, which is crazy because yeah, I don't Nick know how to get this. Yeah. He's up there, definitely. Yeah, Mike and Nick, another great battle. Um, we tried to get, tried to figure out some more. We looked into one of our favorite um, wiffle ball, you know, leagues and stuff. Uh, MLW, obviously, a huge one. Even though they're not Blitzball, but we still love watching them. And we let us know what you think the biggest rivalry in MLW is because we couldn't seem to find it. We thought, you know, uh, Preds and Eagles were kind of becoming one. We also thought Eagles, Wildcats with the two brothers there, the Schultz brothers, and then maybe even Mallard's uh, Wildcats. We just, it's hard to see right now, but um, let us know what you think. DM us on Instagram and stuff. But right now, what, what do you think the biggest one in MLW is? Definitely a new one would have to be the Eagles and Predators, just because their their domination they've had here as of late. I mean, both teams came into the came into the championship last year, the World Series, with the same record. And even this year, I mean, even this year they did Preds beat. Did they beat? Did they, they didn't sweep them, did they? Did they no. win the series two one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Preds won. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a newly become a rivalry of just dynasties that are yeah, that, uh, that are here. So, I mean, that's that's really the only the first one that came to thought of mind mm-hmm. for me, but... Yeah, I thought of the Eagles Wildcats just because the two Schultz brothers, they're kind of the ones that started it all in MLW. Are the Gators rivals with anybody? Uh, I don't know. Who cares about the Gators? Come on now. The Gators are, like, honestly, one of my favorite. I like them and the Magic. Okay, you care about the two, like, no one cares about <laughs> teams. No, Jack Agner is my dude. They're a uh, rookie. Yeah, hopefully someone from MLW like listens to this because or else we're just you know kind of talking. About it. Yeah, exactly. we're talking to really nobody. <laughs> That's okay though. I'm sure some of y'all listen to watch MLW because they're they're great. I mean they're one of the founders, of, one of the staples in the wiffle ball blitzball community. Exactly. Blitz- I mean, yeah. Come on, you can't hate. People. But you know rivalries, great thing, and it's rivalry. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the games this week. Um, the first game of the day is going to be the Lightning and the Wildcats. We've talked about it a little bit, and I think some storylines to watch out this year. The Wildcats are not number one going into this game. They're number two, and so they're looking to be back to number one and dethrone the Lightning. But the Lightning are looking to seek revenge still from, you know, uh, three years really of, you know, losing in the championship. So a lot of stuff leading up to this one, and it just it feels different this year. It does. I mean, I I usually go into this game. Oh, sorry. I usually go into this game really confident. This year, I am not confident at all. Like, I, I literally don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, I, I, whatever, anything can happen. And whenever the Wildcats play the play the Lightning, Sean is never just on. Like he, and I think Nick's the same way. I mean, none just, of the teams just come out. They always come out pretty solid, but not quite perfect. Not, and, yeah. The Lightning always pretty confident coming into this game, no matter what year it is. It's kind of that's who they are, that's how they play. But there's just something extra this year, you know, with the added teammates, with the new field dimensions, and just really with the new year in general, that both these teams feel like they have a good shot to win, but they don't feel like they have it in the bag. And it's gonna make it such a better game. And I hope a lot of y'all come out and watch this one on YouTube, or if you're in the area, just swing by, hunting your back this church. It's going to be great. At 11, that's 11 on Wednesday. Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, this but is, it's going to be a fun game. And the second rivalry for this week is going to be the Chupacabras Raptors. <laughs> and the first rivalry is 
battle between the top yeah, two it's teams. The most intense rivalry for sure, but this one is so entertaining. Yeah, and like fun. I don't. I mean, it's they, hate each other. they do. I mean, rivalry between top two teams with the Wildcats and Lightning, and then the rivalry between the bottom two teams. Oh, yeah. Close enough. Well, I'm talking about overall records. Overall, yeah. overall records, they are bottom two. But that does not discredit the fact of how intense this rivalry mm-hmm. is. Good. This rivalry is very fun to watch, and it's a, it's fun to be a part of. Multiple walk-offs, you know. Both pit, uh, vice versa from the Wildcats. I mean, both pitchers are just on in this one. Even Brogan seems to be on in this one. We don't know how, but he is. Yeah, like, it just makes it so intense. Like, trust me, Brogan's throwing a solid like two strikes this entire year. He'll probably like <laughs> he'll probably, yeah he'll like just strike out this, the sides numerous times. Like I don't know how he does it, but it's and you know it's usually these two teams that they finally seem to hit home runs off of each other. So maybe some big hitting as well. That one's gonna be really fun to watch as well. Um, and the last one. It's not, you it's know, not, it's a not big a rivalry. rivalry. It's I mean, not we, really. We only have six teams. Like, yeah, we couldn't have every rivalry on this week, but so the clams and the goats are the third game of uh, Wednesday, and but it's also a very interesting game. You know, it's not a rivalry, but I think there's a lot going into this one because the goats are on a two-game slide. It's almost a must-win at this point. They need to get back on track, or else. They're going to have a losing record, and that's not what you want going into postseason at who all. Have, who would have thought? Exactly. The team that knocked off the Wildcats, the team that hadn't lost in two years, just completely now, fall apart. <laughs> now have a losing record. Yeah, and, and, and a pretty bad situation. So they need yeah. to get this win. This would be probably their last chance to get a significant resume booster. Um, and speaking of resume boosters, that's one of the things the Clams are looking for. That's what they want out of this game because the Goats beat the Wildcats, so technically this could still be a game that propels them and compels the eye of the selection committee whenever that comes around. Yeah, this is going to be... I mean, the Clams could start this year 3-1 and one if they win, and that is going to be... That would be insane. I mean, I wouldn't... I mean, I, I kind of saw it coming with because they have a great roster, but yeah. it's just hard. It's just like kind of... You look at it, you're like, Really? Both I mean, teams really want and really need this win, that's yeah, for sure. Exactly. So we got a lot of good games coming this week. Yeah, Ghost trying to bounce back, Clams trying to propel themselves into the top team area. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Alright, so that's pretty much all we got today. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel to watch all these great games. Um, and also uh, follow us on Instagram. We got a preview coming tonight about the rivalry game of the week. Um, as well as we just dropped a new uh, trick shot video on YouTube. Surprise trick shot video. Make sure you go give that a watch because we're trying to make that one, uh, you know, blow up a little bit. It's pretty good. Uh, we think, at least. But let us know what you think in the comments and have a great one. We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace.